Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, and welcome to another episode of What's New Barkeep. I'm Jane. I'm Luke. And I'm Rose. And today we have a, uh, what would you call this, a meaty episode? Yeah, it is actually a drink I am very familiar with, whereas you are not. I am very not familiar with this drink. Yeah, this is one of those drinks that you kind of see in uh, uh, Renfests, LARP events, because it's part of the time period. You can't really avoid it. Don't really see that bars that often, though. No, but I, I guess it's because it's a lot like a wine in that sense. Well, there are some wine bars. Well, there are wine bars. Just but... not around here. <laughs> <laughs> not where we are, but there are wine bars. <laughs> but I do believe we should stop talking. Actually, before we go and get into it, we uh, will say we are going with the Big Lost Meadery brand. I did Dan a favor and went with the uh, flavored version instead of the straight up mead because sometimes that can be a bit uber dry. And a bit in your face. But with that being said... Oh boy, here we go. And Dan is taking it straight from the bottle. Yeah, this ought to be good. I'm going to waterfall it. Alright. Like, I do want to try a sip of it, because it is mead, and I do like mead. Mm-hmm. Alright, three, two, one. Ooh, damn. Oh. Mm. Oh, yeah. That is a really dry flavor. It is, but it still tastes good. <laughs> Oh, why do all these drinks you make taste like they come from like nail polish remover? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like I think at first everyone thinks they taste like nail polish removal. Well, it's alcohol has that effect on everybody. Personally, I like mead. Like it's not my favorite alcohol. Obviously, I'll drink mead. I might not. I'm not gonna be the type that's gonna sit down and just have a full bottle to myself because fuck that. No, I did that with tequila. Oh, God. That's a terrible decision right there. (laughs) That was a terrible decision. Well, the meat I had was from the Renaissance Festival, and my favorite one was the honey hibiscus. Is this hibiscus? Then why does that taste so nasty? I couldn't tell you. I could not tell you. Maybe because it's not paired with cheese. Probably. And who knows, maybe I'll tell that story where I had a full bottle of tequila to myself one day. (laughs) Copyright. Yeah. Very copyright. <laughs> All right. So, what's our topic for today, Dame? Our topic for today is uh, actually we went through a video game update very recently. So, why not update on what we're watching recently? So, I'm not much of a TV watcher in general because I'm. More of a video game guy when it comes to that kind of thing. But I have been getting into an anime that has been up my alley for years now. It's actually on season six or seven now. And that is My Hero Academia. I'm on currently season four. 
I'm going to the new season at some point. So, yeah, I don't I really like it. Although it does have this issue of some of the characters are basically tropes. Like for instance, I'm the I'm the one that inspires people. I'm angry because I'm angry. I'm broody because I'm broody. That that isn't every anime. I'm the cute girl because I'm cute and I wear pink. Is it sad that I can already see the which characters, characters it is. which characters those are? Yep. Which character was I? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will say what merely makes that show though is the side characters. Oh, absolutely. Because again, those main three those are the three that the show likes to focus on a lot. Outside of maybe All Might for the first couple of, you know, seasons. Which also All Might is a fucking treat. <laughs> Who doesn't love All Might? Endeavor. Yeah. 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 Um, Endeavor, yeah. <laughs> Not wrong. Not wrong. And also, My Hero Academia is very much... You know the phrase, I don't have a problem with God, I have a problem with his fan club? Yeah, My Hero Academia has a, ma- has a major thing like that. Much like Rick and Morty did a few years back. With the chef's swamp sauce. Oh, God, yeah. You know, you can just go and buy a bottle of it from Walmart, guys. It's not that hard. Because I I don't go into that kind of territory. I don't go on Reddit. I don't go on TikTok. Whatever. But even just hearing it secondhand, it's like, oh, God, why? God, I think why? I actually mentioned that a while ago at this point. The fandom is horrible. Ugh. I hate them. Well, to put this in perspective, there are some people... I'm not saying everyone in the fan club, obviously. Hashtag not all fan club members. But... When you try to ship a four-year-old with a five-year-old, sorry, five-year-old with a thirty-year-old, there is something wrong with you. That is basically pedophilia. No ifs, ands, or buts. But they're not real characters. Doesn't matter. You're still saying this would be okay in your eyes. Oh, We've gone there. Yeah, we're yeah. there now. We can't. We can't back out. Yeah. Yep. We are. We are at that point. And it's wrong. It is to very ship wrong. Ship a small child with an adult. <laughs> Also, can we please stop drawing sexy characters in My Hero Academias when they are, like, you know, 14? Yeah, we, we might want to wait on that, but... I mean, it's... Seriously, 14. Four fucking teen and nudes. How is that not pedophilia? But they're not real! But you would be okay with seeing a 14-year-old naked? You know? The sad part is most people would be. Ugh. Fucking men. But we'll get away from that because that is just a whole bunch of... Tangled knots. We are that. Another of my biggest complaints. Endeavor. Okay. So I'm going to say this right now. I don't think Endeavor should get a a story arc at all. A redeeming story arc. He is an asshole. He is an abuser, both physically and psychologically. Even if you say, "Oh, well, he's training," you know, uh, Todoroki. Yeah, you're right. But when the kid's only like four years old and then doing a gut punch that makes him throw up, that's kind of abusive. And just because there's no broken bones or or black eyes doesn't mean it's not abuse in the rest of the family. And let's not talk about his mom throwing hot water on his face. Because of a psychotic break. Yeah, that's uh... Oh, but Endeavor's a good person. He just has ambition. Fuck you. You know, he shouldn't have that outfit. They should just give him a wife beater. Oh! And And a beer in one hand. (laughs) <laughs> oh, ouch. I'm sorry, I don't like Endeavor. I don't. He, 
we should not give him a redeeming arc. He is just a terrible human being. No, I've, I'm actually in agreement there. I I hate to say it, I think he's a much better character if he doesn't get that. Exactly. Like, he, his entire thing was he was gunning for number one, no matter what. He, was, he would hurt anybody and just throw them away. So why do we want to redeem that? And my thing is, well, I'm a little further in than you are, mm-hmm. but during his redeeming part where, you know, he's all... Oh, I'm going to spoil it. He has a scar on his face. I was hoping for a lot more damage to him. I was hoping maybe, like, an arm ripped off, a leg ripped off, maybe his quirk removed. I was like, fuck you, you can just die. That's how much I hate him. He's not a good character. Even even if you just look at him, even if he doesn't have a personality trait, his quirk is boring as fuck. His combustion, man. He's his fire. He's just literally, if you take, uh... The Human Torch, congratulations, you have Endeavor. Yeah, I think it's I think it's safe to say it's sad when the main the main number one hero mm-hmm. has a son with more interesting personality. Yeah, because at least I am happy with the Mind you, we should have probably said spoilers up front, but fuck it. I'm actually happy how Bakugo and, you know, Midori actually came together and actually dealt with their issues. Also, another problem I have with my hair, here's the thing. I know I'm giving a lot of shit to the show. I actually really do enjoy it. It's got a lot of things that I really like. One of the things I don't like, there is no mental health professionals at all in that show. Anywhere. None. Which, even in the thing, again, spoilers, when Bakugo comes back after being kidnapped, after going back to his parents, the first place he should have gone to was a mental health Professional. PTSD? Survivor's guilt? You would think. Those are all very real things. Very real things, and yet the closest thing they got to that is Recovery Girl. And even then, that's only physical. But again, it's superhero straight, and you can't punch away a psychological issue. No. Well, unless unless you're Stain. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I went on a tangent. I kind of overran this. You guys... Please go ahead. I was going to say, <laughs> let's get to some more brighter topics. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what about you, Rose? I've been watching Sailor Moon Eternal, because I don't like the Crystal Mart part, because I don't like the animation, but I like the Eternal so far, but that's it. So I kind of just skipped like a whole like one or two, maybe three seasons just to get to the good animation. Mm. But I read the manga, so I know what's going on. So. I mean, I, the only Sailor Moon I ever watched was the first, you know... Like the, the Fab Five, and then I watched a little bit of when, uh, when Neptune and. Uh, but with the newer, like the new reboot, the mm-hmm. animation style, I hate it. Yeah. I'm sorry if I want to look at a fucking Bratz doll, I'll go buy one. I don't want to see the animation of it. Boy, we are just very negative on this podcast today. And no offense, this is the reason why I can't get into Ruby because mm-hmm. I hate that 3D style, three- especially the transformations they do. It's so janky. And they're trying to do the Esha girl poses on some of the Sailor Moon Scouts when they transform. I was like, no, thank you. No, okay. No, no, no. So for those who don't know what Esha girl is, it's a term in the comic slash anime community where it's... What's her name? Like, you know the... You're going to have to give me the art. Look up the Captain America pose where his chest is out to goddamn nowhere and his head's okay. turned. Or, you know, when you see those, those uh, covers where you can see the bust and the ass of the... Uh, of a female character, but it's not a side issue. Like, literally, the butt's in the back, and you're turning so you can see the breasts. 
They have what? no spine. Or there's also the sandwich leg, which literally that's the legs folded into the butt. But yeah, it's just when you like look, try to get your animation straight. Dan, can you give us something more positive, please? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I'm probably more closer to the trash department. Oh boy, <laughs> this is just gonna be a negative segment, isn't it? Uh, no, not a negative one. I don't know. Maybe the fans will just kind of be like, "Wait, really?" <laughs> All right. Wow, they're really negative Nancy's today. <laughs> well, no, because mine aren't negative, because the ones I'll, I'll be talking about today, I enjoy. They mm-hmm. have their issues, sure, but it's my they're my guilty pleasures. All right. And a lot of that is the isekai genre. Isekai. I don't know what that means. I'm sorry, I'm not much of a weeb. SAO. Drawing a blank. Overlord. I've heard of it. Yeah. Sword, Sword Art Online. I've That's heard of SAO. that. Yeah, yeah. That's SAO. Okay. Yeah, that that's that's the genre. That's my guilty pleasure genre. Oh, the video game anime thing. Yep, and currently that has been. Uh, I forget the first part of it, but the second part of it is called Jobless Reincarnation. Oh, I know. I think I know what you're talking about. The one has like that stupidly long name. Well, it's not stupidly long. It's like four words. I'm just I'm blanking on the first two. Movie Tensei. I don't. Well, either way. Either, either way. way. Either way. Demon Lord retry. What else? There's a couple that I'm actually waiting on. I want to go see the Demon Slayer movie. Right? I haven't I seen Demon see Slayer. I mean, I, I kind of want to see the Mortal Kombat movie. I kind of want to see that, too. And then I'll be on my movie date. <laughs> I mean, I'd be down, but isn't that only an HBO thing at the moment? And in theaters. Oh! It's in theaters, yeah. It's it's playing in our local theater right now. Oh. I mean, I'd be down at some point. That's yeah. just, we need to, I'd rather get it on the TV, though, instead of a movie theater, because... People don't wear masks. No. <laughs> we're not. We're vaccinated. We can wear masks. Yeah, I just wish other people did. Oh, I'm sorry, they're stupid. They are. Hashtag still a pandemic. <laughs> Hashtag y'all are idiots. Hashtag I want to see Mortal Kombat 2021. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I do believe with that we should probably hit our first break. Yeah. <laughs> This episode is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you when you're done, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever the heck you listen to your podcasts. You can also make money from your podcast. Ka-ching! With no minimum on how many listeners you have. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Also, it's free. <laughs> you can't get much better than free. Just be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And we are back! We're back! <laughs> with more fun stuff. I had them take a 15-minute break. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> I'm, st- I'm still heated. <laughs> Even with the AC on. <laughs> What's our next drink here? Well, our next drink here... I actually blank on its name. What is this called? This is the Mead Mosa. The Mead Mosa. More so, mead. So it's so it's a mimosa, but with mead. Now, normally it says, oh, hey, we want a sparkling mead, but we didn't have sparkling mead, so we're using the mead bottle we already had. I mean, I could get some glitter to make a sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> some edible glitter. So what's your mom. So what we need for a Mead Mosa. Mead, obviously. Orange juice. It wants a splash of contrao, which we don't have, so we use triple sec, and fr- and fruit to have it soak. Yeah, 
I'll be looking forward to eating this. Oh, I know, right? So, three, two, two. one. Ooh. Oh, yeah, that, that... That takes the edge off of it. That does take the edge off of it pretty dang good. Yeah, because it doesn't have that dry wine taste. It's still there, but it's nowhere near as prevalent as it as it is when it's just straight mead. Kind of like the orange juice. You don't like the orange juice in it? But yeah, this is... I actually, it's not the perfect drink by any, you know, stretch of the imagination, but it's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. I wouldn't... If this is placed in front of me, I definitely would not mind drinking it. All right, so what's our next what's our next topic here, Dane? Well, for our next topic, we kind of we were talking about superheroes, so why don't we talk about our own? So <laughs> I'm going to give you a bit of a background thing. I have been having them play mutants and masterminds in my own created world. The idea is picture My Hero Academia, but instead of it starting at a certain generation, it hits anybody and everybody. So basically 60% of the population now has powers. So it's literally anyone from the age of 4 to the age of 80. That is basically what's happening. A lot of things have happened in between. For instance, the South has successfully seceded because this is also during our previous previous president's reign. And so I'm going to let them take their favorite moments so far. Oh boy. <laughs> uh Milton and all of his glory fighting. Oh, boy. Yeah, I think we should probably explain some of the characters, maybe what Mutants okay. and Masterminds is. So Mutants and Masterminds is a tabletop role-playing game in a superhero universe. Dane has had two characters so far. Rose has had one. We have a friend of ours who ha and have one, and Tabitha is also playing. So what happened is, due to some shenanigans and not very careful forethought... <laughs> I, you know what, we're not very smart... Tabitha accidentally gets captured into a military base. She snuck into the base and got caught, essentially. And then they fought to get her out. Then the military found them, arrested them, and brought them back to said base, where they were going to execute them. They broke out. And they're realizing, oh, hey, the jumpsuits they gave us could have tracking chips in it. And they're, like, really brightly colored. And so they decided, screw it, we're fighting in the buff. I found a garbage bag. <laughs> <laughs> that is basically Milton in all his glory. Also, Dane's first character I don't think we'll be talking about too much. Not not too much, but he'll 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 get his spotlight a little bit more towards the beginning. Mm -hmm. Uh see here, Tabitha is basically Iron Man. Rose is a mid-range blaster fighter. Milton is kind of the thing. Kind of the thing if he could recover super fast. Yeah, like he is, he is tanky McTank, tank, tank. He can heal real quick and he can punch really, really hard. And if, for those of you who are wondering, like, wait, did Dane have a character die? No, that happened during my hiatus. So I've basically kidnapped Dane's character until we do a time skip. Yep, <laughs> so I had to get a brand new one, but that's fine with me. That is kind of where we're at. Nick, okay, Dan, what about your one of your favorites? One of my favorite moments. Oh, boy. I think this actually has to be during during one of his introductory... One of my first character's introductory mm -hmm. scenes. And for those of you, I'll, I'll just say this. My first character was a Doctor Strange-esque... Uh, was a Doctor Strange-esque character by the name of Jean Marsh. 
who was from New Zealand, and one of the, and he suddenly got cursed to never be able to sleep again <laughs> until he got caught up with his work because he was a detective. And I'll ask Yu Yu Hakusho, he was also a spirit detective with about 400 cases backed up as soon as he came into office. Uh, and he took 400 and added about 10 to 12 zeros. Yeah. <laughs> Hence, he was cursed by, we will say, his benefactor yep. to never sleep until he got caught up. One of the first things he did in his sleep-deprived state was to go to one of his contacts in the police force and try to use magical thought communication on him and not realizing what's happened, because in this world, magic doesn't play well with technology. Nope. We're going with Dresden file rules on this, for those who are kind of curious. I.e., the more advanced the technology, the more likely it's going to blow up with magic. Yeah, so he's trying to use magical thought communication. He probably short-circuited every computer in that building. Mm -hmm. And his contact goes, God, is that you? (laughs) (laughs) So, this one I'm actually kind of happy about. I'm happy about this one. It gives me a fun little memory. Thane was not there for it, because this literally happened... This is the session right after all this shit happened. Mm -hmm. The group was in the South... Like, we're talking Georgia. I think it was Georgia. And it was a zombie apocalypse coming. (laughs) And by zombie apocalypse, I mean they were in an old, old school plantation. And all of the dead slaves came back to life. And this was a particularly cruel household. So, what? and since it was just a brand new situation, the zombies did not have any intelligence. This guy charged in. The owner of said household happened to have a minigun. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that was a fun situation Say hello to my little friend <laughs> A little bit A little bit You got another one that you actually enjoyed, love? Is there a current one that we did? Oh boy, yeah oh, okay. We'd have to introduce my second character for that one Go right ahead So, my second character After <laughs> Doctor Strange got taken away from me Um... I decided to come up with and play with the future. We call him Future Boy. I actually don't have a problem with this because I'm going with the alternate dimension theory. So that just kind of circumvents any kind of issue I'll have with plot and narration. (laughs) Yep, yep. But I decided to play a Future Boy from 2240 who got suddenly sent back to our time Mm -hmm. in a power suit that was based on Tabitha's technology. Yep. So, with that being said, they realized, they were trying to cross the border because with the uh, secession of the south, the southern states, basically every southern state is more or less its own country. And they were setting up borders between each state. They were thinking, we're just gonna fly over this. Turns out there's some dimensional fuckery with weapons that wouldn't allow them to do that. So, Tabitha, being the technological person, thinks, hmm, what if we use an EMP on this? (laughs) So, here's the fun thing about any kind of technology that involves dimensions, even in in this kind of situation. If you fuck with anything in general, bad things will happen. 
And so I basically said, fuck it. The idea was there was a bunch of spots that were getting shooting these nets out of these dimensional holes. So when she threw the EMP, it fucked with the thing that was stabilizing the uh, dimensions and turned them into black holes. Because two dimensions cannot exist at the same time. <laughs> Boop. <laughs> and so one black hole ate another black hole, which 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 ate another... So, yeah, let's just say, at the end of the day, and it, the uh, there was an 11-mile radius where things got blown up. And... Most scientists would say that was very, very lucky. That they did, yeah. Well, and most people would say, wait, that's comic book logic. And you are correct. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, for all intents and purposes, none of our characters got out of that unscathed. Yeah, because your character is currently in the hospital. My character is currently in the hospital for a indeterminate amount of time because unlike the rest of the, what we call metas, mm-hmm. he's a full-on human other than his armor. And everyone, and metas in my world actually heal significantly faster than regular humans. So yeah, I'm wondering how the hell I'm going to BS you get to getting better because that was supposed to be like a narrative explanation and you just kind of fucked that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dane, you got a round two? A round two? Well, I haven't played very much with this new character yet, but I think one of my favorites is definitely when we ran into the to the civilians. <laughs> oh, God, in the, sh- in the cabin? In the cabin. So, for anyone who's wondering, this was before the black hole incident. Mm-hmm. We were still trying to get to the border. It was starting to get late. We were all tired. My character, it was his first day in that realm, or in that time period. Yep. He had just gotten off a mission, as we just said, before he got sent back to this period, so he had not had a chance to rest for almost two days. And as everyone is sitting there trying to get some rest, we hear a car pull up. We're all being chased by the military at this point. (laughs) So... (laughs) Everyone's like on edge and getting ready for a for a battle to happen, only to hear two civilians come up with like blasting powers. Tabitha's trying to sound like a cryptid <laughs> to scare them off. And I think my favorite part is when combat did initially break out, my character got flashbanged, so he thought that the best way to help Milton, mm-hmm. which he only knew as tough guy, the best way he thought to help him, because he was grappling with the uh, the husband was to drop a smoke grenade. <laughs> Oy. And for those of you wondering, the smoke grenade is interesting because I base it off of a power in the book called Environment. So, for those who are wondering, that picture Storm's power. So imagine Storm making a giant fog cloud. Yeah, so basically, when I, when it, because a lot of his stuff is mechanical since he's not a meta, mm-hmm. I have it that it's a fog grenade. And he drops this thing right at their feet. Now, it would take me a while to explain why this was probably not the best idea. <laughs> but needless to say, that entire building in the surrounding area just got completely covered in fog. I think it was a negative 15 Something to like any that. perception checks. And, yeah, also, speaking of that same area, one of my thing I got a giggle at. Your character couldn't break down a door. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. 
I love, I love the comments we all just did for you when you were walking by. You. Yeah, just, he's just like, all right, I got this, you know, military guy. I do this all the time. And he goes to kick the door. Dong! <laughs> he's like, what the hell? Milton comes out of nowhere and just opens it nonchalantly. <laughs> I walk by and I'm like, and open the door. <laughs> and my character went, well, I could have gone with the alternative and holds up his blaster rifle, which does... A stupid amount of damage. Oh. I let your gun do the work for you. All right. All the chads. <laughs> All the chads. So there's a running uh, joke in my game that every quote unquote enemy or not that smart character is named Chad. <laughs> Go, Chad. Go. So Tabitha has a drone named Chad. Milton has an arch nemesis named Chad. Which the future system is called... Oh, the Chad Network. The Chad Network. <laughs> the Chad Network. My character had an existential crisis about that, going, wait, my the entire system based on the on the Navy is or the Air Force is this thing? <laughs> and he's, as Chad's like, doo, 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 back and forth. Like drunkenly, like, you know, imagine like a drunk person, you know, using a drone, just barely keeping it afloat. <laughs> Okay, but I do believe that is going to be our episode for today. Yeah. All hail Chad. <laughs> the drone. Hashtag not all Chads. Except for a few. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but with that, I've been Luke. I've been Dane. And I've been Rose. Enjoy your drinks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Nerds in the Kitchens where you can see all the photos of the drinks of What's New Barkeep and the food from our sister show, Fill the Pot. Also, if you would like to see updates for either What's New Barkeep or Fill the Pot, please go to our website, whatsnewbarkeep.com, where we do occasional updates. And if you want to see some pretty arts of the logos from What's, uh, What's New Barkeep and Fill the Pot, just look at Instagram for Silver Falcon with a zero instead of an O. Thank you, and have a good one. Bye! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.